Hello, and welcome to the What You Got Podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I'm Jordan, just right Palmer, joined as always by Charlie Cool Breeze, bud. And today, we're talking fast planes, supersonic jets. Charlie, what you got? Well, that was a new intro, if you guys know. <laughs> and Palmer, that was the first time I was hearing it, so I was a little like... I was kind of laughing at myself. That was great, though. That was great. Oh, I love the you, nicknames. Where'd you. you come up with those? <laughs> I have literally, Charlie, when you have like two hours of sleep in you, everything comes to your mind. It's incredible. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, but, perfect, all right. We're talking perfect. supersonic jets today. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, this is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right back in that kind of tech sector. Mm-hmm. And I learned a little bit over the course of the week about uh, some supersonic jets. But I'm curious to see what stuck with you the most and where you want to kick this off because there's a lot to it. Well, why don't we just kick off with like kind of the history of supersonic jets? It's not necessarily like a new technology, right? We yes, had sir. supersonic jets. I want to say like in the 70s or the 80s like the first one that came around i think the before that yeah even before that you think really yeah yeah mm-hmm. Intr- okay so i got into this like super random rabbit hole of um it's, it was discussing the relationship of england and france and then they were both apparently trying to create a supersonic jet and ultimately came together to create one but i think that was around the like late 50s into early 60s because Kennedy came out and later said that he was trying to hop in like a little race kind of like um old Jeff Bezos and now uh Richard Branson for the space race race. yeah dude yeah the space race before the space race Richard Branson made it to the something in space recently wait did he actually yeah he did it yesterday Ooh, did not hear about okay I saw it on the news but a business that like why is this being created right now? But whatever. <laughs> you ask a wonderful question. <laughs> <laughs> Topic for a different day, perhaps. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, super, so supersonic jets, you know. And we're talking not like military or whatever. We're talking commercial supersonic jets, right? So the history of them is that like they've always kind of, they used to exist before they were kind of decommissioned like 20 years ago. Um, and the thing is that they're, the, the reason they were so decommissioned is, th- is because it was very, very pricey and, you know, had a lot of overhead costs. It uses way like five to seven times more fuel than just like a normal commercial jet that you would like, you know, that you would fly. <laughs> um, and the, pr- the price to board one was generally like 10% more than a first class ticket just for, you know just casually and like it was very 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 expensive but did they give you an estimate on on your sources of how much it costs because i have a number and i'm not sure about this so i think people the only estimate they kind of were giving was like based on like previous supersonic jet flights and i was seeing those like five thousand dollars or something for Mm. like a ticket but but we can talk about the price model coming up because okay. I think there's been some information like because we're seeing a resurgence, right? So supersonic jets, right? Like people have, or rather, the airline industry is looking to kind of make or you know innovate on an industry, and how they're innovating on it is essentially going back in time and pulling something from 20 years ago. Uh, 
So the argument basically is, is so if you're not aware, United Airlines, the re, this is how you know I heard of this story uh, or topic really is the United Airlines is like they're going to work with Boom, which is like a maker of like supersonic jets, and they are they're going to buy like 15 of them or place an order for like 15 supersonic jets. And like the argument here is uh, that it's you know overhead costs for planes, even like commercial jets today, have gone down tremendously, like 75 percent or something over like 20 years, um, and now they're thinking like we can make supersonic jets affordable but i still don't think it's going to be like as affordable so my question is to you pumper like let's talk about the pricing model right now yeah let's let's go let's go okay so the pricing model like supersonic jets like they're probably still going to be kind of towards the expensive end but i don't think they're going to be as expensive as they were back in the day you know back Mm -hmm. with uh what was the plane called like the Concord, the Concord. Thank you. I was blanking on the name. Um, (laughs) You're good. uh, As expensive as the Concord, and they're like arguing that it'll be like still kind of on the pricier side, but like it's for a premium because you'll fly a little faster. So my question is to you, Palmer. Let's just talk about that angle first. All right. Uh, Sorry. Uh, That like, would you pay more to fly faster? That is a very, very good question there. But I was thinking about it because, yeah, I was looking at kind of some of the estimated costs. Mm -hmm. And so none of this is set in stone and they have to kind of roll it out. And they're trying to, what they said, drive it down as uh, it gets closer to the time of actual, you know, flight. Mm -hmm. But truthfully, it's it's interesting. I mean, if I wanted to pay $6,000 to fly from... And I think it's just one way, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. from like New York to London to get there in, let's call it three hours. Yeah. I mean, I saved time, but that's kind of, exp- I don't mind, you know, I'm cool with taking a quick little nap, mm. watching some in-flight movies and just kind of making it work for five and, yeah. you know, going over for maybe a thousand, maybe I'll be able to find a better flight. So mm-hmm. personally, it's not something I'm super, you know, into, but at the same time, I recognize that. You know, for people who do business, say, who are constantly flying all over the world but want to make sure they can get back and spend time with their families, that definitely makes more sense, especially mm. if the company's paying for it. Oh, so I, I guess. I think that, yeah. I think if you can afford it, there will be a market for it. Mm-hmm. But, like, how big is that market? That's, that's the question. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, they'll have to find a way to really, I don't know if pander is the word, but mm-hmm. really, I guess, market to mm-hmm. those individuals. And so uh, I'm very curious to see that. But what do you think? First, would you you know, trade time for money in that regard? Well, I think the question is like how much money, right? Like, mm, let, me, okay. let me toss this back to you. Real yeah, quick. T- toss it back. Toss it so back. if uh, let's say a flight or the price of a ticket, like just a regular commercial jet from New York to london is like 500 dollars. it's probably more okay than that, but i don't know i haven't checked airline international i know yeah flights. it's been a minute <laughs> um like say it's like 500 dollars, right and it's your typical five six hour flight how much more would a supersonic jet like what is the limit like how much threshold. more would a jet or a supersonic jet have to cost for you to say that's that would be that's worth it thing. for like a three-hour flight Ooh, I see. These are the ones that always get me, man. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, what if you just did a dollar more, or another dollar, or yeah. another dollar, and you like really determine the now, breaking point? What if it was six hundred dollars? Would you do it? I would do six hundred. That's not bad. Six hundred dollars for fat. What about seven hundred? 
I'd go. I'd go seven. I'm cool with that. I'm, we're still on my. Hey, we're gonna keep raising. Range. We're gonna keep raising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what about eight hundred? I'm starting to feel that a little bit. I'm starting <laughs> to feel it. Uh, and this is just one go. way, mind you. This is just one way. You're right. Um, I think a couple things would come into play here. Mm-hmm. A, where am I going to? How long am I staying? And uh, you know, am I just with people I like? Mm-hmm. That's that's all important. That's if it's fair. for business. My company's paying for it. Cool. If I'm going, let's say, for example, my sister's going to be um, doing a, like living abroad in, in Greece for a, a semester. She's, she's going to be working for a college. Mm-hmm. And I'm g- going to go visit her. But that's kind of expensive. And it is from, definitely you know, expensive. Maryland to Greece is not a... No, it's not. Not a short trip. So kind no, of think not. about that a little bit there. Um, I love her. You know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it was like you know the group, the squad going out, and we're all going. Yeah, say so you were just vacationing in London, like you were visiting the week. See, then that's a little that's closer than Greece, and also it's like you got squad goals out there. So but it's all about. I'm, but it's pri- is it price or distance for you? Ooh, I think it is. Like I am someone who does not mind driving long distances i don't mind sitting around waiting it gives you kind of mental time for mm-hmm. me i just like to kind of unwind i find it relaxing there was actually this it's called euro trucker 2 right i don't know if you've heard of this <laughs> Did you know it? it it's a game okay yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's that video game where you literally just you know it's like a, it's a truck simulator, simulator. Yep, yep exactly what it is and people would say like after a stressful day i just go home and drive for a couple hours and then i just go hey about my driving <laughs> is a known like stress reliever you know people just yeah. like to just drive on the open road at the end of the day Definitely. I, yeah, and I, probably some people listening to that, I'm like, oh, I get stressed when I drive, but like you're not one also of those people. You know, that's anecdotal. <laughs> yeah, ooh. <laughs> see what you did there? Oh, uh, but no, ex- see exactly, exactly. That's what I I'm, I'm saying there. So I don't mind distance. I think it would be time. That's what I'm what I'm paying for. Mhm. So, but like in terms of like a flight Okay. Is it? Do you like when you look at price ticket, like for t- like when you look at tickets or, or destinations that you want to go? Do you care more about price of the plane ticket or like how far you're going? Or like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if you're going to London, right, and mm-hmm. it's five hundred dollars, and you're going to and you want to go to greece as well and that's like also 500 dollars. does it matter to you is it like does it now come down like they're both 500 so now i guess mm-hmm. it's because it's coming down to like oh i'll go to london because it's a shorter flight or i'll go to greece because i've always wanted to go to greece and it's the same price mm, i see what you're saying mm-hmm. i'd probably still end up going for greece and just learning more about myself so, so yeah it's a little bit more like a pricing or how about Definitely. like I don't really have another analogy for that, but like, um, <laughs> um, so like, yeah, for like the supersonic jets though, right? Like, I guess the mm-hmm. market is that they think that people will pay like 10, 15% more than like your average plane ticket. Mm-hmm. Let's just say hypothetically. And that's your dro- average to first go class faster, ticket. To go faster, right? No, I don't know if it's average first class ticket. So okay. I think there was like a survey mm-hmm. recently and let me see if I can find it. Uh, that t- talked about like many claim willing to put how much how many people claim that they'd be willing to pay more to fly faster surprisingly it was like 61 percent of people said they would be willing to pay more to fly faster oh. do you fall into that category like like because i mean you just you kind of admitted it earlier when you when i when you were saying like you know if it was 700 dollars like if like you had two options right now right mm. 
you had the $500 flight to London and it takes you six hours to get there. Or okay. you have the $700 flight to London and it's three hours to get there. Which one do you choose? Give me 500 every time. Really? I think yeah. I think the survey is kind of like wrong. I feel like when it Uh-oh. really comes down to it, people will always choose the cheaper option. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I okay. think people will. Unless you have money to just spend... Like it's not, it's like not a necessity. Like you can just, you're the kind of person who blows money on first class travel. Don't care how much it costs because you like the luxury that it comes with it. But if you're like us, people who fly economy, <laughs> right? As like, normal folk, we're all about, people. yeah, we're all about uh, flying, you know, for the cheapest <laughs> price possible. Definitely, definitely. Although I will say this. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Megabus because I've had good experiences on Megabus and I've had some seriously questionable experiences. Mm-hmm. So if it ever comes, you know, pay a little bit more to not go Megabus, I'm paying more to not go Megabus. Well, yeah, I mean, that. from that experience, yeah. I mean, but like that's just like a different mode of transportation, right? Like, <laughs> true, true. I could, I could drive down to D.C. when I go down to D.C., but sometimes I opt to just take a train, even though driving mm. I think would be cheaper. True, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you just love that like train ride where you just oh absolutely? Out the I just love a train ride, you know. Especially if they have like a bar cart. Not gonna lie, Ooh. you know, just you know, sit back, kick back, relax, you know, get in the <laughs> mojo, read a book, uh, stare out the window, see the scenes, the sights. I was always so jealous of Harry Potter when they had like the, the little like snack trolley thing like, yeah. that would always come through. I was like, dude, if they had that in real life, man, mm-hmm. I'd they be have like it on Harry. Planes. Oh come on! Like it's like eighteen dollars <laughs> for some like caramelized nuts. I'm like, it's fine. Give me the peanuts. And we'll fifteen dollars for a bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my no, god! No, I'm that. kidding. I actually don't know if water costs uh, money on planes. Uh, I think it might. I'm not gonna lie. Unless you want like. I don't want to say tap. I don't know how they get the water on that. The tap water? I was going to say, plain tap water doesn't sound real. So It's like, it's like, like urine, but like boiling <laughs> or something. I don't know. What? Or like, they or actually do have that water coming sterilized. out of the like, bathroom. Uh, I guess they, could they hold a cup under. You know what? I don't know. Well, let's not think about it. Let's not go that. Let's yeah. You know what? <laughs> no, I think, <laughs> I, they, I think they just buy bottles of water. From what I remember, they would just buy bottles of water and they bring it and they like pour you a little, uh, little something okay. something. A little something, Keeping something. Kosher. Love it, love it. No, interesting, interesting. Okay, but here's a question, bud. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, what is the trip that you would be most likely to pay the most amount of money for? So flying from where to where, I will pay. That's the one I'll actually drop a pretty penny on. Uh, Like flying from probably here to like Australia or New Zealand, because those are really long flights and probably cost the most. And I wonder if like supersonic jets, like how much time would that cut down? Like I think that's like another thing. I think I am partially in the camp of like I might pay more to fly faster. Now that I'm really thinking about it, but like I think, but I don't know. Like when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I think I would. But when it comes down to it, I'd probably be like, no, I'll just (laughs) I'll just take the 24 hour day or whatever of flying. Take that. When you take that credit card out to yeah, put your like, number ooh, in, it's you, like, uh, you look at the bank account and you're like, <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe not today. <laughs> it's um, not there right now. Yeah, like I think in theory, like, yeah, like if you told me that a supersonic jet could fly me to Australia in like what is normally a, like a 17, 18 hour flight and you cut that down to like 12 hours, you, you can start talking. You can start talking. But the I question think- then becomes how much more is it? Mm, I think you go even faster than that. Um, the twelve. Um, you think so? Yeah, I, I mean, because so. I guess they travel faster than the speed of sound, right? Like yeah. Some of these jets. 
Yeah, and it's interesting too. One of the other reasons why the old ones got um, kind of discontinued was because they actually you'd hear the sound of it, like you know, going supersonic, mm-hmm. and it would you know destroy glass outside, and people would always call in. And That's like another going thing crazy. too. That's like another thing with like that poses like safety concerns with these mm. jets, right? I mean, like you have like yeah, the supersonic booms that when they land has the capacity to blow out glass. Yes. But I was reading that, like, NASA, I think, was conducting research on how to kind of basically prevent that from happening. I don't know how it necessarily works, and it might be, like, something that has to do with the engineering of, like, how the plane is designed that, like, prevents, like, supersonic booms from happening when you land. (laughs) Because otherwise, like, you're going to shatter glass in an airport, like, every time you (laughs) land. Yeah, true. How do you slow that down? That's mm-hmm. a good question, you mm-hmm. know? There's got to be some, like, kind of, like, engineering ingenuity that is part of it. Like, I don't know. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, I feel like I was reading about it a little bit, but I didn't really, like, fully, I guess, grasp or comprehend what I was reading about it. No. Um, it's okay. Honestly. It was, a, it was a video that was a, I was watching. That was okay. Jets, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I'm like, "But I was like, kind of like working, so I was like half listening." What? I I (laughs) can't listen to a YouTube video while I work. I used to listen to podcasts while I was at work in the office and music. I support curiosity. I support curiosity in daily tasks. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I was learning at work. There are things called like peak times where you're most on i guess mentally so you mm-hmm. can just knock out all your hard tasks and then you need to take a break so oh, you know yeah. what you were just taking just taking your break man so mm-hmm. i respect that i wasn't i mean i was doing work i was just listening to it you know yeah just you <laughs> it's know it's not like a big deal at all it's, people it's like people perusing. used to do that all the time like i remember back in the office people would watch soccer games while they were working <laughs> or baseball okay, games I'm, it was a casual it was a casual office environment you know as long as you got their work done People didn't care, you know? I think that's my motto about office life. If you get your work done, I don't really give I don't really care what you do. No, I, I agree with that. I actually and if think it's that good, more, you know, you're not messing up a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think actually more employee uh, employers now mm-hmm. are starting to change incentives so that as long as you get your work done, you can come in when you want, you can leave when you want. Yeah, that's true. People are it. looking for a little bit more flexibility, especially I know we're really getting off topic right now, but like, especially because of um, COVID and like the work from home stuff. No, definitely. Definitely. Oh man. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Actually, you know, supersonic jets kind of gets you thinking about a lot of things here. Mm. But at one point I was going to say, I mean, I'm just glad I'm not the one designing these things because let's be real. If the world was depending on me to make a supersonic jet and have people actually land safely, it would not go well. It would mm-hmm. not go well. So I shout out to the people who are figuring out the science behind yeah. this or refining it because that seems super duper hard. Mm-hmm. And I actually just happened to glance over and I was reading the segment is about about the how to re- like it just says new projects also promise to reduce the sonic boom that created intolerable levels of noise and can even break windows. So I don't think people have necessarily solved it or if they have, it wasn't really detailed in this article. But, um, so it's like, yeah, I bet it's just engineering ingenuity that's going to be designed in these planes, but you know, the pricing aspect is definitely a really interesting topic when it comes to supersonic jets and, um, but like, because like, you know, there's also an environmental concern as well with these things. 
Uh, dive into that a little bit more there, bud. Well, according to the International Council on Clean Transportation, <laughs> I just have like a little fact sheet <laughs> right here. Um, it. The uh, supersonic jets burn five to seven times as much fuel per passenger as regular ones. Because obviously supersonic jets to be able to travel that fast can't have as many people on it. And they use basically, I think, clearly more fuel, if not the same amount of fuel, but it's less passengers. I don't know. But the the bottom line is is that you're burning more fuel to tra- like to transport less people. Bottom line. Mm. Um, I so because of this, Boom says that their jet that they're designing, which is who United Airlines is working with, um is going to make their jet completely sustainable zero net carbon emissions if they can figure that out major props to them i definitely give this a little bit more consideration so there is a little information on this actually uh they're going to use something called sustainable aviation fuel or saf um as to what that fuel is I'm just quickly skimming to see if they explain what it is, (laughs) but uh, I I don't really know. I don't really know what SAF is, but the problem is, is that it costs a lot of money and there's, I think, really high demand. Like the supply, yeah, I think the supply isn't like the amount of that you would need for the, like, the, the jets like there isn't enough supply to meet the demand that the jets would require like for how much fuel it would re- like need interesting so there's another thing like that might drive up the cost right of the supersonic jets you know because you know the estimates i feel like were based on like oh current fu- like current aviation fuel you know we just design a plane that goes faster it uses the same jet fuel uh, maybe we can only increase the price of, like, say, it's just a regular, you know, business or economic class ticket, and it's like twenty percent more expensive, but it gets you there in half the time. Um, but if the fuel, if they're going to use sustainable fuel because of the of a, the environmental impact, then will the price just be even higher because the overhead cost is suddenly a lot higher? And there's going to be less people on the plane. Seats will be in high demand if this really does become the future of aviation. Or commercial flight, at least. So, what are your thoughts there, Palmer? I just had to say, I'm so not jealous of the person who has to figure all of this out. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Wow. That's, I mean, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. I'm I'm, Just the one thought that kind of continues to permeate throughout my mind Mm -hmm. and... Maybe you can answer this for me. All right. Assuming all goes well, they figure it out financially, they mm-hmm. bring it to market, you know, they're actually scheduling flight. You have the opportunity, Charlie Bud, mm-hmm. to be one of the first people to ride a supersonic jet. Doesn't pay do for you it. Do you do it? Oh, you don't have to pay for it. I do think you I do. do I think I would give it a whirl, you know? I think I would. Really? I think they'd be luxurious, you know, for the price that they are and the fact that they can't have that many people on it. I think they'll give people ample space. And why not? Why, you wouldn't try it? you telling me you wouldn't? See, I'm the kind of person who's like, let me let somebody else go before me just mm-hmm. to confirm they're going to get there, you know, in one piece. Maybe wait another month and a half, and then I'll go. I'll be like a slow adopter. I don't know. I feel like trying to grasp 
moving at supersonic speed in a little metal tube mm-hmm. across the world. And you're one of the first people to try this. I know they've tested it, but still, hey, hey, I'm, it, uh, it used to be a thing for like 30 years. It's not like new technology. I mean, it's like new technology in the way that they'll try to, you know, make it cleaner. You know, less overhead cost, uh, and like reducing the sonic boom, right? But like, it's not like a new concept. I appreciate what you're going for. And, you know, they need a guy like you on their side, Charlie, to make the people feel comfortable. But for me, I'm going to let somebody who's a little <laughs> bit more eager go for it and then kind of uh, come back. But actually, you raised a, a good point there. So you're only you're paying a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You're traveling fast. Is it even worth like I know you're going to be living in luxury for like an hour, but is living in luxury worth that for an hour? That's or actually would you wanna... a pretty solid point. You know, like maybe these jetliners or jet makers like Boom really should kind of rethink like. But then again, like, are you going to pay that much money if it's not luxurious? Ooh, good counter question there. I have to think I think I have to chew on that one a little bit. (laughs) Uh, You know, because, you know, if you think about it, if you're like scrunched up next to somebody and like you don't have a lot of leg room, you paid seven hundred dollars for this flight to London Mm. When you could have paid five hundred for the same exact seating experience, but this time you're just on it for three hours instead of five, would you really pay two hundred more dollars for that? I do not have the greatest luck when it comes to sitting next to people <laughs> on planes. So, so maybe I'd for you, to, you would. I'd have to consider that. I'd have to consider that. All right, it's valid. It's valid. Mm. Oh man, yeah. But no, I was wondering because I was like, you know, for long, long hauls and people who decide to splurge to go first class. I get that because you're going to be in there for a minute. But if it was so short, would that really... Would you could, what if you like slept on the plane? Like, hmm. hmm. Things to think about. Things to think, think about. Slept on the plane, like, wouldn't there be a lot of time to sleep on that plane? And like, what True. about, like, what about like, not even like long flights, like supersonic jets for like going to New York to like Florida, you know, what is typically a three hour flight. Is that suddenly turned into like an hour? Dude, they said from L.A. to San Fran, which I don't remember exactly how long of a flight that is, would be like nine minutes. What? Nine. Yeah. Wait, how much? How long is that flight? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, wow. But yeah. Um, I was, they, were, they were saying that nine it would cut down. Minutes? Nine minutes? Dude. Yep. That's so fast. Yeah. Yes, it is. All right, team. It looks like it would take... Okay, flight from L.A. to San Fran is an hour and 21 minutes normally. Wow. Yeah. You turn like you're basically minutes. just getting off the ground, and then you're just like, okay, uh, you, thank you for joining you, us. You literally take off. Oh, my God. Could you imagine that? Oh, man. That kind of puts it a little bit more in perspective. Like, you know, yes. five hours to or five, six hour flight to London turned to a three hour flight. You're like, okay. But turning an hour and a half long flight into nine minutes? Yup. That's like a bullet, dude. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. So we still feeling safe on this thing? Yes, uh, absolutely. Oh, I wanna I wanna see that in person, oh, man. Oh my goodness. I just wanna see that kind of plane take off. And I just True. wanna see it like vanish in front of my eyes. <laughs> dude, they say you're gonna be able to see the curvature of the earth. 
Dude, that is wild. I need to be on the next supersonic jet. See, why? (laughs) Just let someone else do it, man. (laughs) No rush. Dude, that's so insane, man. That's so crazy. Yes, it is. So, like, a flight to Florida would probably be 30 minutes. Yeah, nothing at all. Nothing at all. (laughs) Although I'm so scared, dude. Like, you know, God forbid something goes wrong. What is that like being in a plane... Moving faster than what the speed of sound? Yeah. And something is wrong. Would that not be terrifying? <laughs> well, in this case, if you're flying to LA to San Francisco, <laughs> okay, you'd only yes. be in the air for nine minutes. <laughs> oh, we got six minutes to figure this out, people. <laughs> like Well, or yeah. you're like, We'll be safe in nine minutes, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> We're gonna land in we no hope. time. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's like the time it takes you to go to the bathroom and there's like three people in front of you. Dude, think about it. Like you'd actually fly across the country and like Three hours. Jeez. Yeah, no, there were, dude, there are some estimates that say you could fly from LA to New York in an hour and a half, depending on. Well, that's so, I, okay, that's way faster. This article is saying that it would take you to fly from New York to London means like three and a half hours and, or three hours is like, I feel like that's a little long now. If you can three, fly to New York to LA in like an hour and a half. I feel Dude. like you could fly to New York to London in like the same time. I feel like the mileage mm-hmm. is very similar. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. So like I've, I've looked up multiple sources. Mm-hmm. So there are some that are leaning towards kind of like more of the three, mm-hmm. and then there are some that are like, look, we could get it down probably to like hour. Okay, so hour there's like half, a range. Okay, there's a definitely. range. And I think that's kind of what the competition is now for people who are trying to bring it to market. Mm-hmm. Like who can make the fastest plane? That's so wild, dude. Yeah, man. Okay, so let's okay back to the pricing then. All right. <laughs> it, okay, up? so if 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 these flights can be as fast as you know that one estimate is, like L.A. to New York from six hour flight to a hour and a half flight, how much more would you be willing to pay, based Ooh. like compared to a six hour flight? How much more, if at all? Maybe two to three hundred more. Two to three hundred more pretty solid that's pretty yeah. solid yeah if you're an airliner like listening to us like don't do all your market research based on this conversation but something to consider something how about yourself consider if they happen to stumble upon it <laughs> these guys seem like they know what they're talking about maybe hey, we should guys, consider uh, that they know something <laughs> hey joe you listen Get to this on the line <laughs> oh man <laughs> Would you, uh, how much would you pay or how much more would you pay? Oh, probably like, probably like you two, three hundred more dollars. I think I would, I would do that. But like, you know, that is if, you know, you had to, that, you know, depends on what my financial situation is. Oh, so true. You know, so true. And also, it also, you know, I'll go ahead. I was going to say they're going to bring it. They're trying to, you know, get them out by 2029. So we got about eight years. Mm -hmm. We'll be, I hate to do this, but like 33, 34. Yeah, we will. Wow. I might be paying, who knows? Maybe I'll be paying a mortgage. Oh, some child care. Maybe dog, doggy <laughs> care at the doggy least. Care. Goodness. Oh, man, dude. Mm. Yeah, it is trippy. But So what do you think about supersonic jets in general, Palmer? Like, Do you think this could be potentially, with the new technology kind of emerging in the last like 20 years and how technology kind of quickly advances, do you think that this could be like the future of aviation? I think it's the like the end goal, end step, but I think there's got to be one in between. Like I don't think we're going to be able to just readily adopt this 
as quickly as they anticipate. I think there's going to be one more iteration, and then we're going to get to Supersonic. Do you not think it'll be like premium for a while before it's kind of adopted as like the norm? I can see that. That's definitely one possible scenario. I just feel like they need to continue to tinker with the technology and they need to really just get well, the, I feel like the, the technology down. to be a supersonic jet is there. So what would be like in between that, you know, I think it would be something that works for them financially, like a little bit can kind of get faster. more. Yeah. A little faster definitely has the potential to bring in more like riders or passengers and then they can just say, all right, yeah, I don't you know guys like that. I don't know how fast like subsonic planes go and like how fast they can get, uh, because, you know, I was reading that, like, planes' cost have gone, like, earlier on, I said that they, their overhead cost has gone down, like, 75% of the past 20 years. But planes haven't gotten faster. Mm-hmm. So, is the technology just not there? It's either you go subsonic or supersonic? You know, that's Ooh. a question. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting, too, when you look at kind of the evolution of the, like, aviation industry. Yeah. In terms of, I know it was, I think Southwest really kind of changed it when they were like, look, we land, we get this cleaned up in, like, in 15 minutes, and we're out. So, like, everybody's like, all right, we got to do this, too. And Southwest so, like, there have been, like. a you know, popularized the model of the cheap flight, you know. Yes. Bags still fly free to this day. Mm-hmm. And we're not being sponsored by Southwest. No, by we're not being sponsored by Southwest, <laughs> and they and like they also just don't have room, and they don't care because their flights are cheap. You're gonna be Preach. scrunched up against someone. I'm telling you, I just have. There's a couple things in this world I have bad luck with, and getting next to people on flights is one of them. <laughs> Goodness gracious, I don't know if it's me, if it's my face, mm-hmm. it's just something in the air. You know, every time. Funny enough, my friend was telling me the other day. Uh, that there's like an there's like an app that uh, can tell you or not an app or like a website or whatever maybe it is an app too. There's like a website that tells you like you looks up like the model in the plane and and tells you what seat you're picking if it's actually good or bad Ooh. based on like the model and other stuff. I like that. Yeah, I like that. So what, maybe what you got to use that Palmer and you'll get better. I don't. He didn't remember what it was called and I'm like mm. I might just have to. Quit do like a little Google search and see if I can find something like that because that would be uh, pretty. That'd be pretty cool to look at. Oh yeah, definitely. That might help you have better, you know, flight experiences. I don't know if it's the seat or just the people. True, true. Maybe I need to just go to like cooler places. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not like Lubbock, Texas, or something like that. Like go somewhere in Texas. Lubbock, Texas. That was my last trip. What was the oh, Lubbock, man. Texas? Oh, uh, for the track thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the uh, track nationals. D3 nationals. NJCA. What is in Lubbock, Texas, though? That is a good question. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> is it like a small town? It is like a small town. I'm trying to think about where it's... I honestly, I have no clue where I was around or by. I don't know what the like closest city was but i texas tech actually is the closest thing i guess around there so mm-hmm. shouts out to the red raiders mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man um, if you are oh. from lubbock texas and you are listening and you have something that you uh think we should check out or say or do please tweet us do that or uh ig us at what you got podcast uh, on ig and that is what to spell w-h-a-t-c-h-a or on uh twitter at what you got cast spelled the same way and what were you gonna say there bud oh you know i i wanted to ask a question earlier when you were bringing this up like we should ask people how much more would 
you'd be willing to pay mm. our listeners uh, for a supersonic jet? And also to answer, you know, like Jordan's like inquiries, like would you ride a supersonic jet the first time it came out? Like first one mm. be on it? Let us know on Twitter or Instagram. Please. I'm so curious. <laughs> oh, man. Please use we, we will really try to get into the social media. Yeah. We really got to amp those up. I'm really just wanting to get the logos and then really start utilizing it. And the theme song. And the theme Absolutely. song. Absolutely. And the theme song. Can't forget the theme song. Never. Never. Um, but, yeah. So, like, going back a little bit to, the, oh, like, wind. would you be willing to ride it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so not necessarily the first one, right? Mm-hmm. But like, would this be like something you would treat yourself to every once in a while if it was to put, if it was at first like a premium? Ooh, <laughs> like ah, what do I want today? Maybe mm-hmm. like a, a nice bubble tea and a premium flight on a supersonic jet. <laughs> uh, supersonic jet to London <laughs> for the afternoon. <laughs> Come back, honestly. Uh, you know, fingers crossed. I'm financially capable of such uh, luxuries. I would say, Always yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. definitely, dude. If you could go to like Italy in like no time, like literally, I I wouldn't want to make a day trip of Italy, but like if you could make a day trip of Italy mm-hmm. and you have it like that, I would totally do that. How about you? Oh, a day trip? Wow, I didn't even dude, think could about you imagine? that. Yeah. Supersonic jets could like potentially give you day trips to places so like unattainably like a day trip too. like you could take like a red eye supersonic jet to italy be there in like two hours do your thing like sleep on the plane for like Mm -hmm. get a little snooze eye in uh you go to italy you're there for like 10 12 hours and you fly back that night yeah dude isn't that crazy that'd be pretty wild expensive expensive yeah probably but like it's theoretically possible you know it is That'd be wild. Like I think it could really revolutionize aviation if it becomes commercially feasible. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go back and say most people probably will just still buy the cheaper flight regardless <laughs> of how much faster it is. I really do think that. I think at the end of the day, if like you know you're really like I think most people don't like to spend luxurious amount of money on like first class tickets like have you ever flown first class like put it that way palmer have you ever flown first class i have it was actually a mistake like i think they messed up our tickets so it's not like you willingly bought first class tickets. yes that's the best way to put that i did not willingly buy first Mm -hmm. class tickets i've never done it i've flown first class because i got like a free upgrade once randomly i don't know i think i was just lucky i have no idea but i um but I've never went out of my way to be like, I'm going to buy a first class ticket. And like, that's kind of the mentality you have to think to yourself about buying a supersonic jet flight, even though like the incentive is that you fly faster. But I guess it's like kind of yeah. similar. Wouldn't you agree or no? No, I would. I would completely <laughs> because I, I was just buying a plane ticket the other day and I saw the first class and I was like, oh, there is no way I'm spending an extra you know, $200 on a flight. It's already $300. Like I'll see them. Mm-hmm. Everybody I'll see in like where we land, you know, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. But, uh, no, definitely. That's actually a very good point and a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And maybe as it becomes cheaper, people will be like, eh, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I know personally, like one of my like life goals is to ride first class to like Europe ones. Cause I hear they have some pretty sick. Flights oh, like, have regard. you ever seen like those Casey Neistat videos of him flying like United Arab Emirates or whatever. Uh, oh, or, 
Uh, like Emer, yeah, and like he's it's like a twenty thousand dollar first class ticket, but it is so nice. Yes, it, it is. is so nice. Like it's like an overnight flight. He gets to sleep mm. on the plane. Gets a free shower. <laughs> like yeah, dude. Like good gourmet food. Like a buffet. Oh, yeah, they, like, it's put like a, a whole buffet. spread out. It's like that's a twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. No, I don't get like. You ever see the movie like uh, Flight Plan or whatever? Flight plan. I don't know. It's like Who, Jerry Foster. It? I've never seen that. It's not that good. But um, <laughs> Dang. the point of what I was trying to make is that I'm pretty sure in that movie, like the plane itself has like a full out decked out bar, you know? But like, Dangerous. why? And it's like double decker. And I'm like, am I just not on the right planes or does this <laughs> just not exist at all? You know? Uh, it, why is that movie... not the next innovation in air travel? With the double-decker plane? Well, like, double-decker plane or, like, a communal area where people can have, like, drinks. Is it because it's, like, a safety hazard? Maybe it is. Maybe. It's Maybe. Probably, that's probably the, the main reason. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think like there's a lot that could go reason. wrong. Because they, they tell you, like, oh, you have to wear your seatbelt the whole time. That's right. So Although, that's probably the main reason, actually. But still. On an American classic, Snakes on a Plane, I think they also had a double-decker plane. Just saying. Yeah, that or, you know, well. even double-decker planes. Like, why does that not exist? Is it just because it's just not aerodynamic enough? I don't know. See, that's a concern. That, see, now I'm scared. Now I'm never going to well, ride. I feel like Thank a you, giant Jay. thing. If you, you could probably design it that way. It would just be massive. Like, there are there are huge planes out there, man. There really are. And I feel like I've seen, like, a double-decker plane, but I've never been on one. And now I'm, I'm I'm very hesitant. I don't know if I ever will. See, now you get... See, this is what I, happens. Are you, I think afra- about are you afraid of flying? No, I'm not. But now I have concerns. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, uh, man. I like just give me the... i scared of flying. Just, I like the standard. Just give me the three seats on the Southwest and we'll the figure it out. The kids screaming and kicking behind you. Yep. You know? that's, I'm telling you, that's, that's me. That's actually a good flight for me, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm like, yeah, give me that little back massage, my man. Like, cause oh, this yeah. is free back massage. Yeah, that's how you gotta look we, at it. When you get a album. talker, dude, a talker on both sides, and you're in the aisle seat, that's when you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I think we just jinxed. We just jinxed your next flight. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we just said, oh man, simultaneously. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> please don't talk about jinxing flights. Gosh, all right, now I'm. All right, it's all good. We're going to do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Take a train for your next destination. (laughs) Yeah, it might be the move. It might be the move. (laughs) All right. Well, is there anything else you want to add, Palmer, to uh, this conversation? Honestly, just I hope everybody, Godspeed to everybody, whoever wants to try a supersonic flight, because like I said, I'm not going to be the first. (laughs) I hope I'm not going to be the last. (laughs) I'll be on the first, you know. United, if you're listening, hit me up. (laughs) Um, yeah, let me know how it is. I'll uh, <laughs> stay on the ground. <laughs> uh, but anyways, all right. I think that's I think that's it for today, huh, Palmer? I think that, yeah, I think yeah, that was a good one. That was a good episode. But uh, that's our show. Thanks so much for listening. We are the What You Got podcast, hosted by Charlie Budden, yours truly, George Jordan Palmer. I almost called you George. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> the best. Um, uh, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are available. We are we have a new episode? Every week, Monday evening. Jordan, you want to tell them one more time about that social media? Yeah, sure. If you guys have any answers to our previous questions, please feel free to shoot them our way on Instagram at Podcast, spelled 
w h a t c h a uh got podcast and then on twitter at whatcha got cast whatcha spelled the same way and uh well see you next monday bye everyone peace